Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Irok the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called but of a gun put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Irish independent podcast. Is it possible for a brand new phone from a brand new company to capture your Apple or Samsung bound cash? Well, if there's one person who might be able to pull it off, it's Carl Pei. Nine years ago, the Swedish entrepreneur co-founded OnePlus, which shook up the market with its high-spec Android smartphones on a budget. Now he's back with a totally new company and a new phone. Modern smartphone releases have become quite boring. It's usually about specs and features. For us, with the Phone 1, we wanted to bring something fresh to the market. We started off with a modern smartphone as a canvas to build upon, but then we really did something interesting on the back. We call it the Glyph interface. The company is called Nothing. The phone is called Phone 1. This week, I flew to London to see what all the hype is about. You will see things which are transformed into a different view, a different experience of our existence. Hey! I'm Adrian Weckler, this is The Big Tech Show, and this is what I think of the phone, having used it for a few days. Let me take a second to talk first about the launch event, one of the first big ones post-COVID. Now, Imagine being in a converted cardboard warehouse. Now imagine it has two floors of densely packed 20-something blokes in t-shirts. Up pops a giant screen with Carl Pei talking about why nothing actually is something. The first reaction I had to the phone one when I first held it in my hand was, wow, this is really light. And when I've been showing this to friends, that's also their first reaction because in the past uh, year or so, I've been using the iPhone. And iPhone is really heavy because it comes with a steel frame, whereas the phone one comes with an aluminum frame. So that's the main difference. Another really core part of the experience for a smartphone is the OS. The video roll ends. Carl walks in, circles the floor, does a live interview on what it all means. Uh, starting off by asking a rudimentary question, but I absolutely must. Mm-hmm. Day's finally here. How are you feeling? You know, it feels so unreal. One and a half years ago, this was all just uh, like words yeah. and ideas. And one and a half years later, it's it's getting so real. It's it's finally launching. It's it's a very emotional day for me. But what about the phone itself? Well, its main appeal, 
other than that 469 euro price, which is half the price of an iPhone 13, is a system of 900 glyph micro LED lights built into the rear of the phone, which are customizable as ringtones and alerts. The idea here is that you know who's calling or texting before even looking at the phone's screen. What does it do? It looks really cool, but what's the function behind it? There's a couple of things. First of all, we've um, perfectly synced the glyph lights with our ringtones. Let me show you. Our intention is for you to set different ringtones and different corresponding glyph patterns for different people. You'll remember those, and if you're in a meeting or at a dinner and you don't want to always be on your phone, you can flip your phone over. It will turn all your ringtones to silent, and the glyph combinations will tell you who's trying to call you. So it's like a visual dialer or a visual ringtone almost. Otherwise, it's a decent, if fairly standard, 6.5-inch Android smartphone. It has 128 gigabytes of storage. It has 8 gigabytes of RAM. It has two decent cameras, a good OLED screen, a Snapdragon 778 Plus chip, which allows for reverse charging. Is the Nothing phone really something that will turn our heads? I asked Ben Wood, chief analyst at CCS Insight, who was also at the pack launch of the phone. I think it's a super ambitious project by Carl and the team at Nothing. Um, This really is against all the odds. The reality is that the market doesn't need another smartphone, but here's someone who's got courage in his conviction, who's prepared to try and bring a phone to market. And although there's been a lot of talk about the interface on the device, this flashing rear screen, personally, I think the big story is probably the price, which at £399 is going head-to-head with uh, Apple's iPhone SE. Do you think it's going more against Apple or against other Android phones? The reality is that um, the real center of gravity will be competing with other Android phones, but the aspiration and the ambition of nothing is to try and get people who... Uh, would like an iPhone, but maybe can't afford it. And uh, if you look at the technology enthusiast that Carl has nurtured through his time at OnePlus, and now here at um, Nothing with the edgy marketing campaign, the design, and all of the other features, um, I think they could have a crack at some of the people who aspire to have an iPhone, but want something slightly different. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you think that people just regard phones as being the same these days? Absolutely. And uh, Carl used a phrase which I coined back in 2015 when he was talking about smartphones, which was, we're living in a sea of sameness. And uh, I I used that term back in the Galaxy S6 Edge. It's years and years ago, a lifetime in the smartphone market. And he's absolutely right. And the challenge they have, of course, is even though they've tried to make it stand out from the crowd, uh, we're in a position where it essentially looks like an iPhone with Android on it. And until the lights flash on the back, that's kind of what you're getting, but at a very punchy price. Are you surprised that he went for an iPhone-like shape to the casing? It looked like an iPhone 12 or an iPhone 13. I was surprised when I first saw it, but I guess the success of the iPhone proves that it's a proven form factor. People like that. They like the feel of it in the phone. It allowed him to do some things like the uh, 100% recycled aluminium, which is something Apple's been doing for years. Uh, And I guess... In terms of scaling it up, there's probably some commonality in terms of scale on components and those sorts of things that maybe he was able to leverage. Finally, what do you think of the name, Nothing? I think it's an inspired choice because it can be used in a lot of wordplay. It is different. It catches people's attention. Um, you know, I wrote a, a little piece about it um, today, um, and it was just you know, all or nothing. kind of. You know, any phrases, there's lots of things you can use. So hats off to them for trying to do something different, 
being very bold in a hyper-competitive market, and uh, I wish them the very best of luck. Now, budget-wise, this is in the same tier as a Google Pixel 6a at €459 or a Samsung A53 at €459. These are decent phones, but arguably lack personality. In a world of black slabs, the whole point here is identifiability. Another feature we have here is that all the glyphs are next to the functional areas of the phone. So this one is next to the charging port. As you're charging your phone, this becomes like a progress bar to show how much you've charged. The one here in the middle is next to the wireless charging coil. So when you're charging or reverse charging something, this will light up to indicate that it's being, uh, being in use. Even so, who might that appeal to? Well, I asked Dan Rice from Grounded Tech on YouTube. I, I like what they're bringing to the table. I think it's something a little bit different, a little bit more unique, and I think it's aimed at techies. You know, there's not a lot of phones now that are really aimed at those sorts of people. It's more, it, they tend to go for the, the popular, you know, the crowd. Phones are boring. Yes, and I think that's what, he, you know, Carl emphasizes that phones are a little bit boring now, and they are trying to do something a little bit different. And I think we're only just sort of seeing the start of that. And I think there's going to be a lot to come in terms of the software and uh, even more designs and things as well, hardware as well. What do you use yourself? What phone? I'm actually using a Sony Xperia. So something not many people use these anymore. But okay, so uh, you know all about niche phones then? Yes. That's my, that's my thing. I was, a, I was a Windows phone guy back in the day. And uh, yeah, I went from there to, to Google Pixel. And uh, yeah, sort of switch between Pixels, Xperia's, that sort of thing, yeah. So would you buy one of these? I think I would. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a, a tough sell to the majority of people, but I don't think they're aiming it at the majority, as I say. I think a lot of people are going to be more suited to the Pixel 6a that's coming along. Same price. Um, that's going to be more suitable to most people, I think. But... Other than the Pixel having very nice cameras, I think this phone actually offers a lot and quite a bit more in, in some ways. So yeah, I think it's a good, good, good choice. What do you think of the lights flashing on and off on the back? I think it's, as I say, I think it's different. And I think that'll be quite good for accessibility as well for people that are deaf in particular. I think that's a really nice thing to have because it's a very sort of in your face uh, design. And, uh, yeah, I like the fact that it syncs where you can sync with your ringtones and things as well, even your custom ringtones, which I think is quite neat. And, yeah, I think they're just going to maybe implement different features with it as well along the way. I think, we're, as I say, we're only just sort of seeing what they are bringing to the table. And I think there'll be a lot more to come. So, how will this phone actually do? My hunch is that at this price point, it has a decent chance of capturing an enthusiast's phone budget. Nothing has already sold almost 600,000 of its earbuds, which came out of nowhere. So the hype that's been drummed up over the Phone 1 may well be enough to put it into a lot of people's hands. Personally, I like it. I like that there's a phone company doing something a little different. I think the styling of the phone, which is almost identical to an iPhone 12 from a distance, is cheeky, but it'll probably work in the phone one's favor. In the past uh, year or so, I've been using the iPhone, and the iPhone is really heavy because it comes with a steel frame, whereas the phone one comes with an aluminum frame. So that's the main difference. 
Its real competition is probably the Pixel 6a. If you're interested in this phone, you're not a Samsung buyer. Nothing's Phone 1 goes on sale later this month. And for me, Adrian Weckler, bye-bye. Thank you.